Hey, welcome back to Did I Just Say That with me, Drew? And me, B. B's pretty tired. She just yawned. I know, that's why I was so out of it then. Sorry. <laughs> just looking at me like... I literally just finished my yawn. I was like, oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 27. Yes, it is, I think, if I counted correctly. Yeah, well... We'd... Uh, 26 or 27. I'm just going to stop adding it in. I, what does it matter? Hey, people just like yeah, to this is another episode. Maybe we go like that. Yeah, this is a, another another or one of us. next, This is recorded on the 28th, 9th. 7th? 8th. Yeah. 28th of... Uh, August. August. Why does it matter? I don't know. Instead, oh. Surely that's more useful than us saying what a number episode is. For us. <laughs> yeah, so we can keep track. I suppose oh. it doesn't matter at all. Oh, but if you're listening to it and like trying to keep track, like know where we are in context of what's going on, like yeah, suspending Parliament and all that crap. But also, just so you are aware, guys, we didn't do one last week purely on the basis that we uh, forgot. Yeah, we're not we've back been, in our routine yet. Yeah, we've been like trying to balance everything back to how it was, even though we've only had three weeks only even though we only had three weeks off i think it's taken us nearly three weeks to get back on track completely like we had a, a obviously big, a house move in there as well yeah so. house move bit getting used to our own thing and it's like a not not a r- normal routine for us currently because like moving moving house and we haven't got like it's not school time so we're not doing our evening activities and yeah stuff. well the same evening activities but um it's good we're getting there yeah we are getting there we we, we get it and it's really nice to actually find some time this week to sit down and chat. I know. We we have forced it a little bit. What do you mean? Forced the chat? No, like f- to do this. Like, I would oh, yeah. totally be in bed right now. Yeah, completely. And, you know, there's always a million and one things to do, so... Yeah. You just text me. No. Oh, I just got a text. So... Yeah. Um. So, today's po- episode, podcast... What what do you call them? Episode of podcasts? Body episode. Oh, sorry. Well, today's one is about the dog. I keep hitting it. <laughs> Move it up and flip the mic down. Then you will stop nicking it. Um, B's cool. trying to sit like more comfortably. Move it up and Move flip it down. Move the arm up, and then flip the mic over so it comes down towards your face more. There you go. That's fine. Is it? It's a bit far with my okay. face now. Tilt it down. Then. Keep on tilting it. This is really funny to watch. So it's like B's trying to work out what she can do. It doesn't matter as long as you're speaking to the flat face of it. You don't have to push your head, <laughs> you can talk into it normally. <laughs> That's really great. There you go, it's better. Um, so, like, what we were meant to speak about last week, which we'll now speak about this week, is that the actual the jamboree. What we have been away for for three weeks, and what has screwed up our, 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 s- schedule. our schedules, like, but royally screwed them up. A really good w- reason to screw up our schedules. Yeah, definitely good reason, but I am finding it difficult to get back into a routine. And I live by routine. Like, yeah. everything I do is... Yeah, kind I'm of, st- kind of boring if you put it down to paper because I do the same thing I week in, a, week out. I still haven't had a normal routine since I've been back at work because of bank holidays and stuff. And yeah, no, I agree with that, but I like it. I'm I'm, I'm really leaning towards the four-day week, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> four-day four week would be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would love it. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah not, not just yet in our lives. Um, so the other day I was scrolling on the, the socials. And so many like Facebook memories just from the last like three weeks ago are coming up. Like, stop! Like, there's three weeks. Like, it must be like three years you went to be sending me yeah. these things, and it just makes you reminisce. Like, oh, kind of. It happened when I was in work um, during my lunch break. Don't worry, I'm not on my on my socials. Not during lunch break. <laughs> um, but I was just like, oh, 
I'm here on a laptop doing doing work. And that time I was wandering around the global village. You just like kind of wish I was there. Yeah, I keep on stopping you from smashing it all. No, the time. I didn't. I moved my um my leg again, but yeah, I didn't hit it. Um, it's like it's funny, isn't it? Like, first off, what's a jabbery? Because there's gonna be lots of people listening who who probably have followed us, listened to us. But how would you? De- I had my way of describing I it before. It. Before I went, how would you describe it now? So, the, I googled it. The reason why I googled it is when I the sooner I got back into work, one of my colleagues went. So how was the tambourine? I was like. Sorry, what? The yeah, the tambourine. Like, I, I can go to the tambourine. Like, what? I was like, do you mean a jamboree? She goes, yeah, what's the difference? Like, what well, tambourine is a fucking musical instrument. <laughs> do you not all take one and play it? What? Like, what? <laughs> Someone thought they were funny, didn't they? Um, so when you Google the definition of jamboree, it's just a gathering of people, like a big fuck-off party for three weeks. Yeah, but I, that's, not, see, that's not how I would describe it. It is like a party festival atmosphere, but... In a different way, I, I wouldn't say... It, it's not like you... When you say you're going to go camp in a field for three weeks, people think of like festivals. Yeah. It's not the same atmosphere as a festival. No, it's it's an experience. I think the only true way that you'll be able to know what a jamboree is is if you've gone to one. Yeah. But then like my closest description to what a jamboree is, and I always use it, imagine so. Imagine you, you're in a field, right? Or stood on a football pitch. You can literally walk the world in the space of a football pitch. We yeah, camped but in... apart from you couldn't really do that at you could... West Virginia. There's a really big football pitch that was. No, no, but <laughs> in the sp- so in the in the space of a football pitch now, how many countries could you have walked on your little bit of road that you had oh. with the toilet side? How many countries did you cover there? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. In that retrospect, yeah, but you couldn't walk the the entirety of the campsite. No, no exactly. Where no, the... people were camping all over, and now if it was a football pitch, like. Those athletes have got to be super fit to run up and down that because it was tiring. It was like a 22 mile, 22 square miles worth of... It was uh, huge. Yeah, 20, 24 square miles of, of campsite. It th- And that's only part of the jamboree, actually the physical World Scout jamboree yeah. part of it. Like the whole experience, the UK uh, scouts have got it so right. We, there's a whole experience to it. You're away for three weeks. The jamboree is only the 10 to 12 day section in the middle of it. There was so much more, but I think, so you went to a jamboree before, I haven't, so mm-hmm. I think to me, it was really, really tiring, oh. like, I was exhausted, and like, to the point that sometimes I couldn't ex- appreciate what yeah. I was experiencing, because I was so tired, Completely. and it was really difficult, because especially at the jamboree, you want to emerge yourself so much at the actual campsite, so you go hell for leather there, and then... We had like another week after that, week and couple of days, and I was just, just flagging like I was done. I couldn't. I was so tired. Yeah, yeah, completely. I think, and uh, like the last couple of days when we were in Canada, I was completely whacked. But let's try and give some kind of uh, timeline to what we did, so it gives people a good so idea. So we, we landed in to JFK on airport. the twentieth of June. Yeah, so like. we both stayed overnight with our group of kids on the nineteenth in the scout halls across Cardiff, which was a good idea because we got up at like four o'clock, I think we did, because our bus was at six. Maybe we got up a bit later than that, 4.35, I don't really remember. And our bus was at six, so then we... And we both had two teams of 36 kids and four adults. Yeah. We jotted off to uh, Heathrow, where they were giving free ice cream. So it was good, but also bad, because we waited a while before we checked in, because they took precaution and we got the like, 
An hour. Five, yeah. six hours before yeah. our busy flight. An hour before check-in opened. Yeah, so even though they had special check-in lanes for us, which is which really handy. How cool. Because there's 40 people per unit. And we when we were there... We as well, didn't we? Yeah. So. When we were there, there was at least five units. Mm-hmm. So it was busy. Um, but before the check-in process, there was, there was a virgin guy offering free ice cream. Bearing in mind we were there for an hour and a half before we checked in, I consumed a lot of ice cream. I, I, of course, didn't consume any ice cream. That was just such a weird experience as well. Like, So we both got on two different coaches from two different places to get to Heathrow. And then I'm not sure if you started to get like the idea of the volume of scouts that were going to be going. So, so you're saying you're, there's four or five sets of 40 were there already. Like, yeah. That was one, one time when you realised we've got our own check-in lanes for going like checking onto these flights. One fact about that, the the whole travel to the Jamboree is the, lo- uh, sorry, for the UK going to New York, which was the first part of our journey. That was the largest movement of people um, since, like organised movement of people since uh, they deployed to Afghanistan, which I think is kind of an incredible fact seeing as that we were on commercial flights. It wasn't like flights were chartered for us. We were on, I know. Uh, on commercial flights. It's just like. It's crazy. We were sat waiting at the airport, waiting to check in. And one of the people that worked that came over and they were like, what are you still doing here? You need to go through to security. Like, we haven't checked in yet. She goes, no, I've, stop playing around. I just knocked it, sorry. I've just, she was like, no, no, I've just checked you in, guys. I've just checked the scouts. I was like, we're sat right next to our big bags. Like, are you blind? No, you didn't check us in. Yeah, 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 just checked you in. I was like, look around. There's going to be f- f- loads of scouts here today. Like, you haven't checked us in yet. Oh, oh yeah, okay, sorry. And then she just walks away. I was like, what? You can check us in now, though. Yeah. So that when we got there, that was quite good. Like, smooth going through security. My guys were a bit of a mess. Even though you talked about, like, no liquids, certain things. People get... Like, I didn't realise how... Like, I've travelled quite a bit, so I probably take it for granted. Like, I was ready to go through security. I knew exactly where all my stuff was. People were worried about their power packs, were worried about all this kind of different stuff. I just rocked up and just was like... There you go, sorted. Hmm. Um... I don't, I, I don't know, maybe it's a, just a different... I've been quite lucky in the fact I got to travel a lot, so I'm quite used to it. So we were... <laughs> we got split down two queues, as you do in security. Yeah. And I was at the end, right next to a hen party. Hen party! With one of our participants. And they were they were a great laugh. And the security guard that we had then was having a great laugh as well, which is good. Um, we were like, right, we have to take anything off our pockets. Out of our, like, what well, everything out of your pockets and all this. And then... On your shorts, you had a little oh, metal thing. A little thing. metal bar, so like, everyone set everything off. Well, that's not even there. And he was, this guy was like, you got to take that off. I was like, what? So there's me and the other girl, like, trying to frantically take it off. And he's just there laughing. He's like, oh, I'm just joking. I was like, why would you do that? Like, I'm not, even, I'm not even sure what that metal ring's for in scat shorts. So scat to, put shorts a, to put a knife and a torch and stuff on it, surely. I, it's to clip things to you. It must be to clip a water bottle to you. Yeah. I think that's the only thing I can think. But, like, about halfway, so from the middle of your... If you, the, the shorts to the outside of your leg it's about halfway in the middle isn't it oh just no this one's right on your belt buckle yeah it's on the belt buckle but it's like in in the midline of your leg oh right yeah yeah so it's not where I'd want to put a bottle no it's well, you wouldn't want to put it in the middle of your legs would I you I wouldn't like I would I'd rather hold it and I like oh, I don't know it's just a weird thing I don't know what it's there for but you don't have to take it off That's, that's scout shops the... save yourself some money take that thing off it and make girl shots Make girls just make girls cuts of clothes. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was all fine. We went for some lunch, got on the plane, and it was you know, plain, plain, plain smoothing. What's this? Plain sailing. Plain sailing. I'd literally plain, but oh, luckily it wasn't sailing. Kids were amazingly behaved on the plane. 
Yeah, the prob- we had a bit of a problem to begin with because our TV things weren't working so for the first half. So they were bored, so they just wanted to talk to each other. And um, they're excited. They're so excited. Three weeks away and they're super excited. Yeah. So me and some of my unit next to me, that's sat next to me, started playing Uno, which was great fun. I offered to do, I offered twice to do a, and they seriously thought about it, do had a couple of quiz rounds written up that they offered, <laughs> off, I offered to do for the air, the airplane whilst they were waiting for the thing. And the lady was like, this could be one of those YouTube moments. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but um, I was really laughing. really lucky in a way. I w- wasn't sat next to unit members. Like next to me on my like, aisle. I, I had one right next to me. No, I, so I was in the middle. And the four middle seats, I didn't have any there. But I did have scouts. So I had a unit leader that went to oh, Japan. Japan. I remember you saying And her, his daughter. Um, oh, and his go. other daughter and wife were going to the Jamboree as well. So they were going to go out to meet her. And I was like, such a small world. Yeah. And then it gets even smaller because when I was at the Jamboree, I was at the UK food house, get my ice cream. And I saw them because that's the day they came to visit. I was like, what? This, this is, is incredible. crazy. And like, it, it's just, the Jamboree is incredible. Like, so, okay, we, I got, can't jump ahead. We've got to keep on going on, on chronological order already, haven't we? Because we're doing quite I nice. I don't think we're going to be able to. I think we might just no, jump well, to... So we flew into New York. And had the hottest... No, we went to the university, chilled out there. Then the what, day after... Going through security, I was like, kind of like, we got told to plan for it. It was play- nothing was there. It was like super plain. The bloke was literally like, I was like, I've got all the paperwork ready. He was like, oh, I don't care. Just go to the thing. I didn't have any paperwork. I didn't do anything. I, I had, I had like, because I had some that had been into America more recently, like me. And then, so we'd split ourselves into those queue. And then he was like, no, nah, just go all through the same way. Yeah. And it took, I, you know, no time at all. Because we got to like queues with no queues on there. We're straight through, which is great. Got our bags. I fell on my ass. Died. Yeah, that happened to Joe. I didn't see so that. So, got all my unit. All my unit went by. I was last to security. Uh, by the time I came through, all the bags were stacked in the middle, ready to go. Guys were amazing as they just continued to be the whole way through the jamboree. Um, I'm like, right, everyone grab your bag. Did a little quick video where I ran down them with my uh, my little camera. And then I spanned back around. I was like, right, out we go. And I was like, I forgot my bag. Spanned around on the spot, went around to pick my bag up. Fell on your ass. Legs just went from underneath me. Out of sympathy, I'm sure Jimmy's legs just went from underneath him as well. So we're both <laughs> on our ass. And the first thing that happened is the kids go, oh, "You okay?" I'm like, me and Jimmy both go, "We're good." And then everyone just burst out laughing, and they were like, "Did you not see the bloke wash the floor?" And I was like, "There's no wet floor sign." And he was like, "They were like, no, he was literally just there." And I was like, "I didn't see him. 100%. If I'd seen him, I still would have done it." Um, but like, yeah, it's funny. Straight out. Met up with some more scouts. Where, like, we had, we had to wait, for, had to the wait for a bit longer. There were some Taiwanese scouts that that was the first time yeah. that the guys got to meet some international scouts, and that that went down really cool. That yeah. Cool. And then we had a day exploring New York, which was super hot, like unbearably hot. Yeah, well, I hot, think it was hot. And as dry, a leadership team, we weird. we bounced from Starbucks to Starbucks to Starbucks. I went around with my guys. We went around on like a walking tour, giving some time when we got to. Uh, Times Square to go off, but we went up to Central Park and that was amazing. Like just the city. Did you go to Central Park? Yeah, you saw us oh, by yeah, Central Park. Park. Yeah, but like that ability, that like massive green space within such a big city, was really incredible. Then we went down to Times Square and went down, worked our way down. 
we did the opposite. We started at, town, at Central Park, but we set all our kids off to do their own things because they each had done their own research and each of them wanted to do something different to ever, everyone else. If they wanted to do the same thing, then they'd group together, which was really good. So we set like f- four or five groups off. It was... And by the end, they kind of all merged together anyway. It was quite good because we, we saw your groups going around and they always just saying hi. But that's what I noticed the whole way through New York because I knew it, as I said to you, like when I was in Denmark, you can't go 100 metres without bumping into another yeah. scout at that point. And that was really cool. We uh, went down to uh, the World Trade Centers kind of places, the, the World Trade Center Memorial and all that from 9-11. That was really interesting where we... Oh, we didn't get time to do got that. Got a ferry. I didn't really get much time. I'd like to go back and see it again, if I'm honest. New York's a city I'd like to spend a couple of days in. Yeah, I don't think it's enough to do it all in one day. I think it was such a rushed experience because it was too short. But we got that experience... Yeah. And so, like, the only reason I got to see past the World Trade Centers and some of the bits that I wanted to, like, those kind of bits I wanted to see, so I ran to the supermarket to get a packed dinner, like, to make up a packed dinner for everyone. Um, and I got to, like, the shop was really close to it, so it was quite cool. I didn't really get to go in. I'd love to go in and explore more. But then we went on that ferry. Do you, did you stand at the front or the back of that ferry? I think I fell asleep on that ferry. It was the best view I've ever had of uh, the Liberty... Statue of Liberty. Because you like, as you turn out of the bit and then went across, you're literally directly at it, and it was just such a good. I got such a good picture of that, and the guys. There was a number of units on the ferry when we went over. The volume of the Welsh guys singing put everyone to shame. So like, it was just our unit. I think I was on there, but like. Yeah, because we had all the other Welsh units on ours. But the volume of like a couple of our guys who wanted to sing drowned out the four English units. That were trying to sing like whatever song they were trying to sing. I think one of them was singing Park Life and they completely got drowned out worse. I was pretty impressed. I fell asleep on that ferry. And then we got to the bags and I fell asleep on the bus. But I, we had a great bus driver. He was he was so good. I made Ricky. a tactical made a tactical decision before we got to when we were, I was in the shop. One of the kids goes, Joe, there's ice and I was like, Two bags. We took two bags, so everyone had a bit of ice in their hand, in both hands, when we were just waiting for our buses to be sorted. And everyone, like, you could feel it was, like, a little bit angsty because everyone's so hot. Immediately, they just dropped, like, the whole attitude. It was cool. Good decision. We didn't have to wait for any buses. I was just there. We just got on, told Ricky what we wanted, and he cracked on. He went. And it was, was, he was a madman. Like, ooh, that's the washing machine. Hello, washing machine. He was madman. He was driving. But... We got there to our halls then yep. for the night before we had to depart again in the morning to West Virginia. We uh, we started after you, but our driver went straight through, so we arrived at the halls just before you, didn't we? Yeah, because we had two stops. West two Virginia University, that was. That we yeah, we had two or three stops. We stopped for dinner. We didn't stop at all, and I made everyone, well, I say I, me, Jimmy, Rian, and Matt, we made, had like a little dinner service. I, I was like the Yeah, we had Dav as our waiter. No, we stopped for we stopped for stop at a Seven Eleven for like half an hour for everyone to have a pee and get Gatorade because like two for a dollar or something stupid like that. Gatorade. And then we stopped a bit further down for like forty five minutes to an hour for some dinner, which was good. It was nice to stop. So we did that. It was it was nice to have some time in the in the uh, university as well because I got like everyone had a proper shower and a good chat. Like it was good. Um, again though early starts wasn't it like 
up yeah, and but it was a good way to get ease into it early yeah. starts but on on bed so it wasn't so bad and i didn't mind the early starts i like, I, I prefer early starts anyway so well i don't prefer them but i can do them yeah so the early starts throughout the whole jamboree did not bother me at all and it wasn't like even until like, the end where i was like nah, good, like don't wake me up so it was like breakfast at seven wasn't it so you're out. that was a really weird experience um and I, i'm pretty sure such a good breakfast though such a good breakfast like a a buffet breakfast essentially wasn't it yeah like 4,000 scouts queuing up to go get breakfast, eat it out, next one's come in. It's, like, it was incredible. It wasn't like 4,000 at a time, obviously, but it no. was a large number of people. We had someone allergic to quite a few things. We spoke to the chef and he would catered straight away. They're so good for that. Like Some places were so good for that. Some places it was more difficult, yeah. I know, but it was really, really easy to get in and get out. And we, like again, jumped back on the bus, same bus as the day before, cruising on down to the Jamboree site, which was absolutely... I think that was like when you joined. Did you join quite a big queue of, of buses going up a hill? Yeah, but we were the first Welsh group there, so our like we literally didn't like we didn't queue that long at all. Like we wouldn't have queued that long if we hadn't missed the turning. But there wasn't. We were that early that there wasn't someone out there to point the turning out. Four for us. So yeah, but we didn't. So because the person was only just getting there, the guy was ready to take the turn, and then the guy looked like looked unsure, was like waving people past, so we had to go up and round. And then we joined a really big, long, freaking queue of buses to come into this into the campsite, which is that like, was still part. We of joined the a queue of buses, but like, I wouldn't say it was long. Was, well, that's why it's because you were lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like when I say it was we long, Ricky took half an hour. It wasn't too bad at all. We had no. to go through that whole checking in process where they came on. Like someone came onto your bus and checked you in. Like who? Just uh, you had Joe. Oh, yeah, but they took us to our campsite as well. Yeah, same person, but, like, they went through your paperwork and stuff. Or Joe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Joe. The guy had to, like, check to make sure we had it all our training ready in place. And, and luckily, he, the guy who jumped on our bus was a, a sibling of one of the kids on our bus, and he'd come to many camps with us. So he was like, yeah, I know these guys, they're good, let's go. <laughs> it was, and we, we had a guy called Patrick, it was, and it was great fun. Like, he sang songs on the bus with the guys and gave us a little bit more information about the Summit Beck. Town Reserve, which is yeah. where we uh, spent our time. And then we were there oh. for 10 days. Oh, it was painful because it was raining the day we arrived. Yeah, it was really... And what really annoyed me, I think this is probably because of this, is gonna, I think it's going to be a discussion that might take a bit now. The Americans. What? I can't yeah. be dealing. Right. I get that they wanted to... Like, we couldn't even get off the bus without someone going, Oh, hi, hi, are you this? Are you this person? Are you, are you that? I was like, God, calm down. Right. Just everyone chill out. We need to take our bags off the bus and sort some stuff out. Our kids immediately got so excited. We were like, swap badges, swap badges. Do you want this? Do you want that? Neckers? I was yeah. like, oh, right. Can't, everyone just calm down. I'd we do the, the checking-in process and we get to the campsite and there's just like... It's like another American contingent there. And you're like, oh, like, oh we're here to help. But I was like, great. Because I'm going to damn idea what I'm doing. You crack on and tell them what to do. They were, but they, they were hard. They, were they don't stop. And then we'd finished. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Blah, 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 blah. They were still talking to the kids. That was fine. Still wanted to be there, didn't they? But when we did dinner, one of them decided to tell our kids how to cook. I was like, they know how to cook. Thank you very much. And they didn't leave. And they were like, right, we're going to have to offer them some food now. We just did cook. We didn't want any of the food. I was like, just fuck off then. It was. It was a like weird. Like in the nicest way possible. Leave. It was a weird situation. I had a. I did gave my guys a bit more of a prep talk before they got off the bus of like, right, everything needs to like for the next bit until the campsite's set up. It's going to be this, this, and this. People are going to want to talk to you. 
but the quicker you crack on and do this, yeah. the quicker it's done, the quicker you can spend time doing that. So I think the problem was, but we said, oh, right, you're doing camps like layout three. It's like, what the fuck is layout three? I ain't got a clue. Like, where, where did you see this layout? And then we ended up just copying the people next to us, obviously, well, you know. Then he was like, oh, everyone else is doing it. So like, okay, we'll just copy them. We're just fine. And our kids cracked on with it really well, but it was difficult for them to do it also because the Americans were like, saying it's their way or no way yeah to the point that it was pissing down with rain and these guys everything was up and they wanted to put their camp beds in like well, build them inside your tent because your tent's big enough to build one at a time the guy's like no no it's easy to build them outside like it's pissing down with fucking rain these beds are gonna be soaking to the point that the kids started listening to them more than us it's like right listen to us build them inside your bloody tent we what are of, you doing we so when we got to the campsite the, the american we were kind of lucky the americans had put up our big uh our big main shelters like there's yeah. two shelters they put up one of them and then actually one of ours was missing poles so we swapped it with the people next to us and then went and helped fix theirs afterwards um and but the americans there again wanted to help uh, and but there's an, an american way of helping and a british way of helping and british ways where you like kind of do what you're told and like offer suggestions up the american ways is like my way or no way like tell you what to do which obviously i found it quite funny when there was a 14 year old trying to tell me how to put stuff i was like cool dude i'm listening really nicely but i think this way is going to be better i'm really sorry um <laughs> thank, thanks for your help but no thanks like, like they were really accommodating though and they were lovely yeah. like they were like they just wanted to make it as easy as possible yeah they were they felt like because it was at their host nation they wanted to sh- show how polite and how forthcoming they can be but it pissed me off yeah like i just especially after all that traveling to get there i was just like oh and then it raining and like oh it's like we we actually are quite well drilled we knew what we're doing like yeah our guys knew what they're doing preparation but what i find out is the american contingent they didn't even fill all those spaces some of the uh, the guys who were helping us out that day the first time they met each other was on the coach on the way to yeah and i thought that was pretty crazy some so the guys next to us that was helping us well we had two groups helping us we had our actual buddy unit and then we had another unit that couldn't find their buddy unit so buddied up with us as well and i was like oh, okay lots of them great all from texas because apparently texans are like the biggest place for scouts it's because one of the think. biggest states but um and they were all on d apparently every single one of them was camping on d yeah actually that's true i noticed that lots of the states were camped on the same one we had lots of georgians up with yeah us. and then um from the state of Georgia. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's it. I got I got nothing to say. <laughs> All the Texans were on your campsite. You you ruined my conversation. Oh, sorry. I was trying to have a two-way conversation in the podcast. It's funny. Um, but anyway, it yeah, they just wanted to really help and like they were just really pushing their opinion over everyone else's. But it's fine. After a while, they they went away and we sorted out the camp. They were like trying to tell us how to how to space the tents out, and I was like, "Should we just copy that one?" And turns out I was right, and we didn't have to move our campsite. And all all our guys were just laughing. They were like, "Yeah, we should just listen to Joe to start off with." Yeah, that's the best way. We just copied the people next to us, and it all, like we say, it all worked out in the end. And then just chilled. Then yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Like where we camped, like the tents were quite tall. They were six foot, and we had one. Sorry, yeah, six foot one, six foot two ish in height. And then, like, they were nine foot by nine point five foot. We had one each. It was great. Well, the adults we, did. Yeah, the adults had one each. The kids shared. And having a like a camp bed in a tent that was felt like luxury. That'd be luxury for me for a weekend. But that for, like, in the tent, and then all that room as well. Like there was so, so much. much room. Even with two people in the tent, there was unless you were really messy, like a couple of my guys. 
Like, there was so <coughs> much room in there. It meant you could put all your kit underneath your bed, didn't it? And, like, yeah, that's what I did. Space. And then Me too. until in the night one night, I went to put my hoodie on and there was a spider in it. Mate, I've never jumped so far Poor Dordis, in my life. Like, actually, I didn't try and put it on the night. I put it on in the morning, hence why I could see the spider. I threw the hoodie straight across the tent, because it was that big, I could throw it across the tent. And I ran out, right? I got multiple people into my tent then to get rid of it. Couldn't find it. So the next day, I thought, oh, fuck it, it's probably gone then, because I couldn't see it anywhere. Yeah. I went back in, I got changed and all of this. The next day, it was still there. So I got a young person in. I was obviously, the door was all wide open, I wasn't in the tent. And he got the tent, the spider for me i was like either you get rid of that spider or i'm changing tents yeah just have to keep your doors zipped, zipped up that's why my doors are always zipped up i don't know how i got in there it was creepy but one of our kids had a, a frog in the middle of their tent between the fly sheet and their tent like the fly so the fly sheet for people who don't know tents is the the, the inner part of the tent not the outer yeah so it was cut, trapped in between the inner, inner and, the outer. and outer and on the top of that there was like a mesh mm-hmm. like to make it breathable and stuff and the frog was on that just chilling there so you could see it from the inside oh i would not have been able to cope one of the things i did notice and i and i have to say about this tense is in america they clearly don't go camping when it rains no because the doors were not good doors were not good and the with like the porch was not good for yeah. keeping the rain out and also inner going up first is like the opposite of what we do in the uk well, we've where got we, some tents here that do that we do but they're american design tents yeah so like um the washing machine sounds so funny in here um but so like in the uk we have outer always goes up first because that's the waterproof layer and then the inner goes inside it so you keep your stuff nice and dry not in america the other way around but yeah. the fire was so small it was easy to put up well i say it was easy i didn't put any tests you could put them up underneath the uh dining chairs which is yeah. what the majority of ours were done yeah so same as ours but it was yeah i had no no problems actually i don't think with setting everything up who were your neighbors we had. This is where it gets fun, and it really kind of gives an idea of the Swedish neighbours. Jamboree. Oh right yeah, because you were on us. the end of like a. Yeah, we row. were right on the end. So we had Swedish next to us, and then it was Canadians next to them. And the Canadians were lovely. The Swedish were lovely, but like really quiet and like actually quite lazy. Um, we were always out of our campsite before they were even up in the morning, but then they were very. Um, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say rude because they weren't rude, but like, they liked to. Stay up all night and. What was that noise? Because I heard it on I here. just kicked the bin. Okay. They like to stay up all night and then they got the guitars out and it's like, well, we're trying to sleep because we actually want to get on with our program tomorrow and just because you're not getting up till ten, like. Yeah. So we, well, I would describe the way where you were camped. So there was kind of a couple of different camp layouts, uh, like for the each of the subcamps. So B was on a subcamp more closer to the, the middle hub. Oh, it's an earthquake! That'd be the washing machine. Um, so. You were quite in the middle, and it, I would describe it as like terrace, rows of terraced houses with all the your campsites are like laid out like rows of terraced houses. I was a bit more um, out in the suburbs, so like ours was our campsite was a, was rectangle in shape, even though it was the same size, it felt bigger. And I had like more like I was on like a block, wasn't I really? So I had neighbours across the road beside me and behind me. So round us we had Dutch on our right hand side. Uh, Italian straight across the road from them, Swiss straight across in front of us, uh, the scouts from Monaco, which I think that was the only unit of Monaco scouts, which was pretty cool, uh, the only scouts from Q8 next door to us who turned up a little bit later, uh, and then behind us we had more Dutch scouts, uh, Swedish scouts right behind us, 
and then Japanese scouts in in the far corner. And that was really amazing. Like on your walk to the toilet, you could end up speaking to someone from Holland, Japan, Swiss, Chile were right next to there. It was just an incredible kind of experience. So opposite us was the toilet block and next to us was the Swedish and then a path. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but it, it meant it was quite nice and peaceful in the night. But also it meant that you had to go out and explore, which mm-hmm. is really good. Because like, like Joe said, we had like a, a road, like terrace houses type thing. Um, and on that we had Mexicans. Yeah. No, they were Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they were Spanish, had right language, we had so. American, Texans obviously, Canadian and Swedish. Canadian. Canadian and Swedish. And then, yeah, it was good though. Like, cultural day was amazing because, like, there were so many actual cultures on the campsite. Yeah. Which was good. It was, and it was incredible. Like, it's just an incredible feeling. Um, I am going to say that we put a pause here because it, that's us, our time for normal. And And we'll resume it next week. This is probably, you know, we're probably going to end up talking about this for a couple of podcasts anyway. I can see it in your eyes that you've got so much to say. Oh, yeah, I've got loads to say. And you've got quite clearly got quite a lot to say um, because we've only got to, like, in my head, like, the first days of arriving at site. We haven't even talked about, like, the opening and yeah. all that kind of thing. So maybe it'll be two, maybe it'll be three. But that's it from us for now. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed listening to Did I Just Say That? Hit us up on the socials. B, you are so tired. It's I only it's not even half nine. Oh, no, I'm right. after this, I'm but going to bed. But you are a crazy person to have done two workouts today. And I did two weeks ago. I woke up yesterday. You are a nutter. Um, so that's it from us. Uh, all the same jazz as normal. Peace. Yeah. Love you lots. Love you lots. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>